Hello, hello, hello. How are you? How are you? How are you? I don't know what I'm doing. I guess that means it's no different to any other episode. Ha 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 ha. Greetings to you. Uh, I hope your week is going well. I would like to speak this week of my views of socializing and how it can potentially be taken beyond its limits, be used as something it isn't, a painkiller. This has happened to me in the past. Um, I realized that as I was growing up, I actually wasn't used to being on my own very much, despite my sister being 10 years older than me and leaving home fairly early as compared to me. So I, 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 lived, I lived the life of an only child for quite a long time. She's 10 years older than me. She always treated me like, almost like a son, you know? Like she was like my second mom. She was so nice to me. Um, she always looked out for me. And so that kind of bickering, fighting, sibling mentality kind of dynamic never really entered the equation. So despite having lived somewhat the life of an only child for many, many years of my life, I, I wasn't used to being on my own. And after childhood, I found my way into, into college. Um, and it was at this point where things got very, very real. Now, it takes a certain amount of strength to find yourself at a paying guest house, like for months on end, because that was where I was staying. That's what most college students do in Bangalore because it's inexpensive and it's enough space for one person. And it's like uh, the step you make once you're out of your home before you figure out like an apartment with flatmates who are from college or outside if you're feeling risque. Um, but I realized when I was living in this PG that, man, I don't know if I like being on my own, you know? You come back and suddenly everything that you're supposed to do is completely left up to you. There's no one to prod you to do anything. And I wish somebody had sat me down and told me all of this in these words, despite the fact that I'm an experiential learner, to put it nicely. Haven't really paid heed to very wise lessons imparted to me verbally growing up, I've often found the need to go stick my fingers into the pot and find out if it hurts myself. I still wish someone had told me though, you know? I do wish they told me because I don't know if I understood it right. I was just like confused and like felt lonely and I was like, this sucks. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts, ew. You know, despite growing up an introvert and having enjoyed that so much um, while being balanced with family time and everything, all of a sudden when it was everything I had in the evenings outside of class, it was intimidating. I don't know if I liked that. So eventually I found myself running into a living situation with a few other chaps and this was an integral part of my life. It was some of the best times, some of the hardest. Um, and it prepared me for the next few years in, in ways I couldn't have perceived at the time. 
Although, although it did take my focus off of college, but I did that myself willfully. Now, I would use socializing in that house as a painkiller. Let me explain. As I mentioned, I think on the first or second episode of this podcast, a close friend of mine and close friend of many of my close friends passed away when I was in college, um, when I was 20. And that shook up everything. Now, I didn't realize I was doing this, but after I moved into this house with those dudes, which wasn't too long after, I would constantly feel the need to hang out with them every evening. I would constantly feel the need to um, partake in a wonderful, vivacious herb that all of us may know very well. I'm not going to say which, because this is a good podcast for good, well-behaved people. But I would do that, I would hang out with these guys, and even when my social battery was dead, I would keep going, because I didn't know how to be alone all of a sudden. I didn't know how to be on my own. Now, there are consequences to this kind of lifestyle. There are consequences to that kind of choice. You give up certain things when you choose to invest that much of your time hanging out with friends and kind of having fun, so to speak. Um, And I saw my grades plummet. I eventually left college. Now, there are multiple reasons outside of this, but I will say that this played a role. Amongst all the other good things it was doing for me, this was also one of the effects. And I'm fully 100% responsible. Let me just be clear about that. But this was one of the effects. Now, the pattern of using socialization as a painkiller, as opposed to what it's supposed to be used for, or enjoyed for, which is to refresh oneself, to refresh your friends, to be there for them, to make sure that all of us don't feel alone in this world, you know? That's the point of it at the end, like, yeah, you can be super successful and you can have like a ton of money and cars and stuff, but without sounding too stereotypical, if you have no one to share it with, it's like, yes, your, your needs are taken care of, but deep inside, you could still be desolate and sad. That pattern of using socialization as a painkiller continued until, I'd say, late last year. I would have days on end where I would just be out all the time, spending a ridiculous amount of money. Money that wasn't mine was my family's, And it was just poor decision-making. I would spend three or four days out during the week and just not want to be on my own. And as soon as I had to spend some time on my own, it would like my mind would grate against itself because I had such a lack of peace. And it would scream for stimulation because I couldn't just sit there and be quiet and be satisfied with the quiet and thinking and conceptualizing and building for the future. I had to be outside blowing shit up throwing things, the shotgun shell approach to life, just throwing eggs at the wall, throwing drinks out of a car window, throwing cactuses at my friend. That really happened. Yeah, I had a crazy couple nights, crazy few years. Um, 
that's the truth of it. It's crazy. Like, because you can really take socializing out of context and you can use it as an escape for yourself. And, you know, after a certain point when your social quotient is run out and you are hanging out of hanging out with people out of desperation, I won't say they can tell, but I will say that it's different. Because when you're hanging out with them and you're talking and everything and you're actually exhausted, it's not, it's very difficult to listen because you're not being there for yourself. It's, it's very difficult to be present for the other person, which is what makes a fulfilling conversation. You still get to share your own life and impart what's been happening with you, but you, you're listening to what they're saying. So whatever you say is within that context, you know, it, it makes sense, it connects. It's refreshing for you and the other pe person. People leave that kind of conversation, hangout, meeting, feeling refreshed. It's not even about talking. You could just sit there in silence. And if you're really there for someone, they can feel it. You know what I mean? I am a serial social battery surpasser. I am a habitual line stepper. I've stepped over that line so many times, I should slap myself. It's ridiculous. And, and over the last maybe half a year, I realized like, why am I, what am I running from? Am I running from the quietness? I could sit in a room and look at a wall and if I am able to be satisfied, I've won. That's actually power. Ever since I truly began living alone, which was about half a year ago, I, I began realizing these things. I was also like, I can't spend this much. I need to be sensible, I need to build. You know, it's the gradual arrival of true adulthood is when I began realizing these things at, uh, just before when I turned 25 um, or around that time and slightly after. I realized it's unwise to keep running and to keep going and going and going and hoping that you'll have fun and overextending yourself not really being able to be there for others, it's no way to live. It's no way to live. You need to look out for yourself first. Really rest. And that might mean confronting feelings. That might mean being honest with yourself. That might mean feeling a little sad. That might mean feeling kind of angry. All of it, whatever. It's hard, yes, it sucks in the moment. But deep down, you know you're doing the right thing. These days, when it's time to sit down and be quiet, I'd like to think that I'm more ready to do it. And then when I do, yes, there are quiet moments, there are moments that are uneventful, but those are what make the reunions and the times you spend with friends and loved ones so special. Because you relish it. You relish it. It's fun. Very nice. And it's not going to be fun unless you spend that time working on yourself. Like, I am so excited to be the kind of man that can be there for other people. I want to be there for my friends. I want to be fun. I promise you, certain friends of mine, very close friend of mine who, who uh, mixes my tracks as well, is a sonic scientist. Will tell you, man. There are times where I'm just like, I, over the last couple of years, I would come hang out and just seem vacant. And it annoys people, man. Like, <laughs> you try to have a conversation with someone and they're just like, looking off into the distance, zoning out for a few seconds, not really having anything to say about anything. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, sometimes it's out of your control and then you're exhausted, which is completely understandable. And those are moments when people should be there for you. But if it's within your control and you're overextending constantly, someone needs to sit you down. Let me be that someone. Mr. Bedford, let me take you by the hand or the earlobe and gently sit you down in my barber's chair and tell you to relax. Take some time off. Reflect on life. Be content with yourself. Tell yourself that you are wonderful and beautiful because it's true. <laughs> You're just absolutely wonderful. I can't take my eyes off you tonight. Talk like that to yourself. Wake up in the morning and be like my boy, Rohan Alex, and tell yourself you're, you're the shit. You're gonna kick down anyone that gets in your way today. Aight? Because if that's how you roll and that's what strengthens you, you need to do it. I'm becoming so enthused I might break something. I see a particularly choice little lamp hanging from my father's apartment ceiling, which I might just pull down. Just kidding. But this is something I've been learning recently and granted it is very difficult. It's easier for me to say now because I'm, I'm in Pondicherry where I have family. So yes, I can spend all this time on my own. I have all the space that I need. But whenever I do feel like a bit of socializing, I can come hang out with family. When I'm back in Bangalore, it's, it's very fulfilling to live like this because I have been doing so. And there's a marked difference in my life. But at the same time, it's harder because when I do feel like socializing, I don't necessarily have that ability because all I have in Bangalore are, well, that, that isn't true. I do have family as well, but mostly friends whom I spend time with. I am a bit bad at investing in family time um, when it comes to extended family, despite the fact that I love them all to death. It's just the initiative that I need to get in order, but uh, you know, step by step. I do have family there, but most of the people that I choose to spend time with um, for one reason or another, maybe the gigs and the lifestyle are friends or have been. And that can be challenging because you never really know. Um, yeah, it's not the easiest. Loneliness can be challenging. And uh, I, if anybody, if anyone, understand the need to be around people and to run from yourself, I understand. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Although life is more rewarding when you can be with yourself, be content, and then step outside of that sphere to be there for others. And that, that makes the whole thing just so much healthier. I will say that there is a way to reflect on oneself while also not being self-centered. There's a clear difference. I personally um, spend time with myself and try to look outward at the same time. And there are so many ways to do that. For me, it's um, reading the Bible. I do that because there's so much wisdom there, I've realized. And 
took me a long time to realize that because you kind of grow up around your parents like beliefs and such and you know you never really look at it for what it's worth until you have to do that out of your own choice or you are faced with the choice of doing that on your own when you are finally given your full freedoms in life um, but there's so much wisdom there and that's one of the ways I do it I also play the guitar and I learn adaptations from jazz musicians that I deeply deeply admire I even even frivolous frivolous pleasures such as uh, watching YouTube videos from people that I really like that I feel like I could enjoy a good ways to, to spend time on your own and just like look outward and just chill you know recharge I, I've been trying to get back into reading because I used to read like five hours a day in college because I would never pay attention to the lectures I would just read all day every day for years I've been trying to get back into that habit, but when there's so much easy stimulation, it's difficult these days. But I, I will do it. Mark my words. Mark my words. Duolingo, I've been doing Spanish. That's another cool way, you know? It's time on my own that I enjoy, feel refreshed by, feel a little bit edified by. It's all good. But yeah, I, I came into 25 just feeling like I want to be the type of guy that's able to be there for my friends. There's too many times in the past where I show up to a hangout and it's just me, 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 me. And that's no fun. I want to be able to like really be there for people. Like, cause it's not like I'm friends with the whole world. I have a, I have a number of friends that I love and I want to be there for them and I want to make sure they're good, you know? Wouldn't it be cool to be that kind of person? That's all I'm saying. I hope you guys are good. I hope you've enjoyed getting the threads snipped yet again. <laughs> Back in the barber shop with Mr. Bedford. Man, one day it would be cool to actually get a barber shop set for this pod. Oh shit, I can't do that. Jeff Wittick has already done it. Anyway, whatever. That was a random tangent. I hope you guys are having a wonderful time. I hope you've had fun. I hope that uh, this is applicable in your own life. Take care, my people.